Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rise Up For You Workplace Solutions Podcast. My name is Natalina Nasruddin. I'm the founder of Rise Up For You, and I'm so honored to be here with you today and to have another fabulous guest that's going to talk with us about different workplace strategies and solutions on time management and creating positive capacity with your time. Donna McGeorge, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. My pleasure, Nara. Uh, happy to be here. Thank you. And you're tuning in all the way across the world from Australia, right? Yeah, all the way down under, I think down is how under. you referred to uh, up there, down here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in your own words. Okay, so um, look, essentially, I'm a productivity author. I write books um, and I also help individuals, teams, organizations make better use of their most valuable resources of time, energy, and um, attention. Um, so many people tell me that they're overwhelmed, out of control, and at risk of failing at the important things. So I help get people get back on track so that they can get done the stuff that they think is important and that they need to get done. Yeah, and that's why I'm really excited to speak with you today and to have you here because, I mean, we know in the past couple of years that, you know, time, productivity, managing yourself, it, it has not been easy with everything that's going on, especially working remote when you have kids. So I think that today's episode is going to be very valuable for, for anyone and everyone to figure out how to create those healthy boundaries and to really get that management and time back into their life. So just out of curiosity, how did you get into this subject? I always like to know, like, what sparked the interest in time management here? Look, I think it's because I was raised by a Navy dad. So uh, there's always, there's always, you know, when you're raised in a military kind of family, there's always a lot of structure, order, you know, all that sort of stuff and punctuality. You know, he's kind of raised me to be, it's better that to be an hour early than five minutes late. So always kind of just been a bit organised in, in that regard. And then I think I, whether it was Navy life or whatever, I think I've always just been naturally able to, get stuff done and focused in limited amounts of time, very good at setting boundaries, all that sort of stuff. And so I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this for a living because, you know, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 I love that. Okay. So give us, um, give us a little bit of strategy. Let's talk a little bit about how do we, how do we get our time back? All right. Or how do we make more time? I mean, I literally just had a client this morning that said to me, there's just not enough time. There's no time in the day for me to do this. And, you know, I gave her some strategies. I was like, let's reframe that. But I'd love to hear from you, like, where do we start? And, you know, what are some challenges that you're seeing and how do we fix them? Yeah, so I think the thing that, that most categorizes the world right now is the, the word more. We're constantly taking on more, doing more, having more, being more. And so when people come to me and say, Donna, how can you help me be more productive? I'm like, I don't know that I want to. That I want to help you be more productive. What I want you to do is help you be productive. And I'm not going to get you more capacity. I want you to be able to use the capacity that you have more effectively. And so that's the first thing I'll always say to people is you're gonna you might have to let some stuff go. You might have to stop, whether it's you know, uh, stop doing particular activities or let some you know, I hate saying this, but let some relationships go, just the things that are consuming everything to give yourself a break. So that's the first thing. It's at a high level. You might have to just rethink, you know, take 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 things into perspective. Where do people, things, activities fit in your overall um, life? 
Yeah. But the, the place I always tell people to start is at the end of the day. So, you know, I try to protect the last hour of my day uh, so that I can do what I call an hour of power where I kind of wrap up things that uh, need to be done and also begin to prepare for the next day. So anyone that's madly frantic, doesn't know where to start, I'm always going to say go to the end of the day and what are the things that you can do at the end of the day that will make your next day a little bit easier? What decisions can you make? What actions can you do? What things can you tidy up, put away, wrap up so that when you start the day, the next day, it's a little bit cleaner. Yeah, I, I really like that strategy. And while you were speaking, I just thought of something really simple that I learned to do a couple years ago. And that was at the end of the day, just picking my outfit out for the next day. Because I would spend my good brain, I call it like the good part of my brain in the morning, staring at the closet for 30 minutes, you know, figuring out what I needed to wear. And then by the time I jumped into work, I just had decision fatigue, right? Or I was that's tired. In, that's exactly it. And you're standing in front of your wardrobe and despite evidence to the contrary, you're going, I've got nothing to wear. Yeah. And and so this idea, I do it every night. I plan my outfit every night before I go to bed. And, and I sometimes change my mind because sometimes I wake up and go, you know what, I'll wear something else. But at least the decisions made if I need it to be. But look, people with kids, this is a really critical one. I was asked recently um, in another interview, when when do you make kids lunches for school? Do you do it the night before or the day of? And I'm squarely in the camp of the night before. Get everything done the night before because if you've got kids, that next morning is even more chaotic as you're trying to get uh, you know, other people organised and out the door as well. So that decision fatigue part is a critical part. What decisions can you make at the end of the day that means you start the day with your head in the best possible shape? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I know um, you talk about the five different, I want to say the five different elements of creating healthy boundaries. Can you share that with us as well? So um, I'm, I'm actually, I don't know whether it's Five, I can remember four. You're the so. expert. You're the expert. Is that all right? <laughs> um, and so I think you're talking about the thinking, breathing, living, working yes, space. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's right. I look, I could probably make up a fifth if you like right now. Just Let's just make one up. Um, yeah. they, these are the four areas that people tell me most that they that they struggle with. So I just can't, I haven't got space to think. I don't have the bandwidth. Or I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm claustrophobic. I've got everything. Being either being pulled from pillar to post, or I feel like I'm being trapped. Or living space, you know, you go to walk out the door, you can't find your keys, your sunglasses, your yep. purse, you just can't find anything. And then uh, working spaces, I've just literally got too much that I'm trying to complete. And so they're the four areas I say, if you can start making some tweaks in any one of these, they cannot not affect the others. And right. they, um, and e even if you think it's working space that's the problem, it could be that thinking space is a great place to start. Like, you know, just things like how do I empty my head uh, because it's so full? Because what we need to remember is the human mind is for having ideas, not um, storing them. Yeah. And so we store too much in our brains. We've got to get, got to get space. That creates space to think, which means often I can make better decisions at work or in my personal life as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what would you say, you know, because we are specific in this podcast to workplace culture, right? And, and really creating dynamic and again, productivity and, and good, just good culture overall. What would you say in the workplace? What are some of the top challenges you see with professionals in the workspace? 
And this, I guess this, this mindset or this concept of I have too much on my plate and I can't get it all done. What are some thoughts or ideas that you have around that? Well, I do think um, it depends on your employer, of course, but there are some workplaces that I think, quite frankly, from a cultural perspective, they take advantage of the goodwill of their employees. And so um, I was reading something this morning around how when people are passionate about their work, it's really easy to be taken advantage of because you will do extra, you will do the discretionary effort, you will, you know, you'll skip skip a a dinner with the family to, to do an extra bit. And I think that can be a bit, a bit, you know, challenging if you work for an organisation that does that, particularly if it's work you love. Um, I do sometimes think that people don't put their work into perspective. And so there's two ways to think about goals, for example. You know, is it a means goal or an end goal? And so I believe work is a means to an end. So it's a means goal. I work so that I, and it might be create a great lifestyle, it might be put my kids through school, whatever it might be. And I just think the first thing we need to do is just check, has my work become the end? Am I, you know, is, is it my identity is attached to it? Is work more important than anything I do? Now, there's no judgment around that. If that's what yeah. you choose to do, great. It's yeah. just knowing that. And so for me, when it comes to culture at work, it's, uh, look, you could wait for your organisation to change the culture, et cetera. But I'm going to say you making decisions and being really clear and clean about why this job, why here, why now, the purpose, because I reckon you can do nearly any job if you understand that it's a means to an end. Yeah. I love that you just brought that up because you're right. No judgment, right? But I do think that you're you're quite accurate in the sense that we sometimes haven't seen how our work has evolved into something that's become like our self-identity, right? And so everything now revolves around this and we're, we're losing out on the things that we really do want. Hence the great resignation, right? I mean, I think COVID really just stopped everybody and put a big spotlight on, you know, how we have been managing our time and utilizing it within work in the workplace. So I, I love that you pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I totally agree. I've had a couple of clients say to me things like, I, you know, in 2019, I thought I was a present parent. And it wasn't until I did a version of working from home or we had some of the strictest lockdowns in the world in, down here in Australia. Sure and so, sure when, <laughs> and so um, you know, when we were in some version of an enforced lockdown, they actually did sit down to dinner every night with their kids and they realised that they had not been fully present. Um, and so I've had several say to me, I'm never going back to that. I, I want to really keep my job in perspective. It's okay, even if it's 50-50, like my job is, is equally as important as my personal life. But either whatever your version of that is, just know it is, is the easy, rather than it being a default or, you know, you're just not conscious of it, you know, yeah. you just kind of roll along every day without realising. Absolutely. Donna, it's been such an honour to have you on the show and to talk with you. I want to go into the power section of our interview. Yes, I know. (laughs) I'm just going to ask you a couple questions and then you just respond with, you know, one or two words or a sentence. But I'd love to ask you if I always say if today was your final day, what would your final golden message be? What would your golden nugget be to everybody? Absolutely. What could you do today that your future self would thank you for? Yeah, that's fantastic. And what would you say is one value that's a non-negotiable for you? Something that just absolutely you will not compromise? Uh, Choice. Um, I absolutely live by this. Work I love, people I love the way that I want. So for me, it's all about choice. 
Fantastic. Two more questions for you before I ask the final one. Uh, tell us how we find more out about you if, if somebody wants to work with you. I know you have some awesome books. You're a great author. So uh, share, brag a little bit is what I want you to do, Donna. Okay. <laughs> so best-selling author of the It's About Time Ultimate Productivity Series. Okay. That's what my marketing team call it. Um, and so you can get those uh, at any of the online um, book bookstores, etc. If you want to come direct to me, it's um, donnamcgeorge.com is the best way to get hold of me. And uh, just today, I got noticed that I am featured in Forbes today uh, with my book. So if, if you're reading Forbes, I'll be right there. Fantastic. And of course, connect with Donna on LinkedIn as well, since we're on this platform currently. Uh, thank you so much, Donna. It's been an honor to have you. Final question is, as you know, we're the company rise up for you. And I would love to hear what comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase. I think it's, for me, for me, certainly how I rise up is it's um, consciously deciding and getting out of my reactivity space and consciously choosing my life by design or my work by design um, and then, you know, stepping into that future. Yeah, fantastic. Donna, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an honor to have you here. Everyone, thank you so much for watching us, listening to us on the podcast. Again, this is Rise Up For You Workplace Solutions podcast, season number one of 2022. And we will be back next week with another fabulous guest. Thank you, Donna. Thanks, Nada.